1: the wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top rated sportsbook apps, is officially live in Maryland. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports with DraftKings anytime and anywhere right here in Maryland. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with the promo code SECTION 336 will instantly receive $200 in free bets instantly. DraftKings has the same features, including same-game parlays, unlimited player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go for all my sports betting needs. Now download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code SECTION336 to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code Section 336. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 plus, physically present in Maryland. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. See DraftKings.com slash Maryland for full terms and conditions.
0: Behind home plate, we bringing it to a more day. All day. You know what's up? Well, to you always, always. You know what's up, welcome to Birdland, orange or black, we rebuild the pack, no matter where we at, you know we coming back, section 336, we on this, so tune in, you know what's up, welcome to Birdland, yeah, yeah, welcome to Birdland, you know what's up, welcome to Birdland, Birdland. now, here come the boys from section
2: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336 Next Generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearing southern host, Matt Soroka. And as always, I'm joined by a guy still cheering for the Orioles while living in Florida,
1: the button lover, Josh Soroka. Hey, Matt. Matt, we are, what, three days into the winter meetings. Tomorrow is the— uh, Happy December. Tomorrow is the Rule 5 draft. What did you think of those quotes from Michael Elias yesterday?
2: Well, listen, I'm gonna spend a whole I gotta spread them out. I gotta put them in my Excel sheet. I gotta dissect the words, deconstruct the whole interview. So next week, Josh, let me break it down to you next week. All right. I'm gonna put on right. I'm to put a pin in that and I'll deconstruct it next week. But he said right. some oh. really interesting stuff.
1: All right, so we'll make this a spoiler-free episode we'll pretend like the winter meetings haven't even happened yet
2: okay let's let's do that we'll pretend like like you're not like you're off on a cruise somewhere like you're (laughs) not even hearing about the winter meetings because you're not connected to the internet on a cruise out in a boat in the middle of the ocean somewhere
1: i am a little concerned about the timing of that why would why would i plan a hypothetical cruise during the winter meetings and force us to record early
2: yeah i I hope you're
1: leaving the month of october free josh is there another cruise schedule for the middle of october uh you know, we have had some family conversations about travel in October, and um, yes, we, we have we have we have made it sure that in October I will be able to travel back to Baltimore if necessary. And I know it's December when we're having this conversation. It's not even December. It's November twenty ninth. Well, yeah, let's no. be honest. We're recording let's ahead of time. We're, we're recording a week early. Yeah. Yeah. All right, it's November 29th and yes, a couple of weeks ago we had the discussion in this household about October next year and making sure to leave those times open in case I have to take an emergency trip to Baltimore. Yeah. I hope I hope that comes to pass. Yeah. But it is funny. And but it's fitting because since I'm away next week, you and I hung out this week and we got to watch the Ravens uh game together yeah and we got to kind of talk about (laughs) the fact that we are both now Baltimore sports fans that no longer live in Maryland
2: yeah and and we're enlisted as doing this podcast we always love one of the things we love about doing this podcast is we have so many listeners that are around the United States around, around the world and and I get it right I get it now more than ever because when you're away, when you're not living in the city of Baltimore, near the city of Baltimore, there is like you miss the talk radio. You, you miss the just everyone wearing Orioles gear. You miss being able to talk about the Orioles that, with the co-workers at work. Like no one cares about the Orioles in Macon, Georgia. And, and I so chipped. I get why this podcast is so popular with people yeah. outside of Maryland.
1: Oh, I totally get it too. We're part of like, it now. Because I was, I'm the guy using the TuneIn app to listen to Baltimore sports talk once in a while, and then I realize it sucks. Uh, but like, I know there's people all over the place, and because of Birdland Sports, I keep see it all the time. I just shipped a Birdland Sports T-shirt and a Charm City Christmas ornament to some place in in England, some town I never heard of in the middle of England. Yeah, and this and this guy's an Orioles fan. It's a it's awesome. I can't imagine. I, really we'd have to talk to some old people about how this was before the internet where you have to get up and read the newspaper and you only get one game. Well, it reminds me of,
2: of even when we were younger going on vacation, I remember going to Myrtle beach and getting the newspaper and looking at the box score. Right. Um, and, and, and that's how you did. That's how you followed the team. When you were away,
1: you would just look at the box score and. Or how about when you were in Africa, where I had to send you DVDs and you get them like six weeks later. Oh, U- USB drives,
2: yeah. I was lucky for six yeah. weeks. I was watching the Ravens season, you know, six months after it happened. Like, all right. right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. It was... So we we live in a great time where it's a lot easier to be an Orioles fan, a Ravens fan in another state there's some advantages we cannot get blocked blocked out of games uh on mlb at bat app yeah at MLB, and i love mlb at bat app it's way better than masson yeah we only get blocked out when they play tampa or atlanta
2: oh they've n- i've never experienced i i don't get blacked out with tampa
1: and i've never experienced no, no. Playing atlanta no that's what i'm saying next year when they play atlanta you'll get blocked out mm-hmm. i get blacked out for tampa yeah. well i'll be there though so i don't care But but the key is the Masson app has no blackouts. So if you get blacked out, log into the Masson app. Okay. Thank you for that little tidbit. Yep. Um, So Tip number one for being an Orioles fan out of town. Yeah. The Masson app if you can find a friend.
2: Yeah. And put on the notes, like you just asked the question. I just started writing down question after question after question because this is something I thought a lot about and I do have. I do have some like moral ethical questions, but also some like just logistical questions about how this works. And so, yeah, we want to dedicate this episode to all the fans outside of Maryland and what it is uh, to to be a fan outside of the city of the team that you root for.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it makes it harder that Baltimore has such a bad reputation outside of Maryland? Like not the teams. Yeah. The Orioles have a team for being bad. But the fact that the city of Baltimore, like if you talk to people in Florida, they think Baltimore is Haiti. Okay. Because I don't know, if you talk to people in Atlanta, Baltimore... I don't know if they really think Baltimore is that bad. All right, know. fine. You talk to Atlanta. But when I talk to people down here, they're like, they compare Baltimore to the wire. And it's like, that's their view of Baltimore. Yeah. And then they see they see Fox News doing reports about rats in the city and how bad Baltimore is as a town and how no one gets it past middle school. Yeah. And I wonder, it makes it, at least when I talk to people it's it's interesting to see not only people's perspectives of the Orioles as a crappy baseball team but the city of Baltimore.
2: What do, do you know the for me and this maybe just hanging out with other gentlemen who are sports fans and maybe this also is a Georgia thing. I don't know. But if I talk about Baltimore, do you know what the most common thing to come back with is if I talk about I'm from Baltimore?
1: Um it's a name. Uh Cal Ripken.
2: Lamar Jackson.
1: Oh Lamar Jackson. Oh yeah. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I get that. Everybody wants to talk about Lamar Jackson.
2: Yeah, everyone wants to talk about Lamar Jackson.
1: And and they talk yeah, about the well, Ravens. Lamar Jackson wanted to talk about all the fans on Sunday, right? Yeah, I, I Diddy, I don't know. Oh, you didn't see him attack some fan on, on Twitter?
2: Oh, I saw one tweet and I saw James yeah, Jameson Hensley, the the BOGO, the 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 clown who works for ESPN blow it out of proportion. I saw that, yeah. Um yeah, yeah, so but, he quickly deleted it. But 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 yeah, like that's where people go. With the Ravens and and when yes. I talk about the Orioles, because there are a lot of well, well, no, two ways. There's two ways. Yeah. Okay.
1: There's also Ray Lewis and murder that comes I, up.
2: I don't know. You got to be of a certain age, I think. To that's not. I don't. I don't get that much.
1: I um, get. I get that down here. I oh, get do Ray you? Lewis still down here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised you don't in Atlanta. I mean, near Atlanta. Yeah. No. I mean, that's where it all went down, right?
2: Yeah. No. I've never heard. I've actually never heard a single person mention Ray Lewis to me. Um, okay. But. All right.
1: Um, well, it, it helps that Lamar Jackson is an exciting player.
2: Yeah, yes. and the Ravens are and a perennial playoff team, power. right? Um, and and the Orioles are, and I feel like th- there's something more kind of global about the National. League, I mean, about the the National Football League, and and like this is re- like this is new to me. This whole college football thing, where they are super into the Georgia Bulldogs.
1: And college yeah. football is huge here. No one down here cares about the NFL. Yeah. and We have a, the Jaguars. Nobody cares.
2: Well, and they care about Lamar Jackson also from, from college. So yeah. uh, so that, so they'll go back and talk about kind of watching Lamar Jackson college. So, so it goes back there with, with the NFL where in baseball, like there are a lot of Braves fans here. But the Orioles, they don't know. Like the Orioles are not relevant. They're in a different league. They haven't been good. So no one really knows anything about the Orioles. Um, so yeah. it's just different
1: yeah I just get the comment of oh well you must be a real fan if you're an Orioles fan or something like that because oh you're cheering for such a bad team right So,
2: you're right that's like I the know. Buster Olney is that who you talk to? did yes. you talk to Buster Olney?
1: <laughs> right. oh yeah Buster lives down the street right yeah, yeah. so alright but yeah so you wrote down a bunch of questions I mean I have a lot of questions yeah alright and I, I've got some thoughts as well so um all right do you want to should we just start going through questions and kind of discuss these questions yeah let's start well let's start with the um and if, if you're an out-of-town fan send us your feedback on twitter also send us your questions and all because we can this is a conversation you and i aren't moving back to maryland anytime soon this conversation will continue
2: yeah i guess so. i don't know i don't know what the future holds i would never have envisioned myself in making georgia even as little as two years ago but here i am no um life has a way of taking you places uh which is cool and we talked before about like the thing that I knew I was going to miss the most is the Orioles games and the minor league games and
1: and the baseball. Um It's the biggest thing I miss. Yeah, always. And, and can
2: I just say also before we get into that and I have some prat- conver- practical kind of questions before we get into that though. Like I tried to go to a Braves game this year and a lot of them are sold out. And it was going to cost, parking's like 50 bucks. Right. It was going to cost legit. And you know, I'm a very cheap person. It was going to cost me 150 bucks minimum to go with me and my son to Atlanta Braves game. Um,
1: for tickets and parking? Tickets alone, and parking. Just tickets and parking. 150,
2: 150 for tickets and parking. $150. And and, and I mean, Orioles games were so easy to get to, so affordable um, and maybe it won't be the case as they kind of become more successful. But I miss – like we went to the Gwinnett Stripers, which was the same distance away to go to Gwinnett Stripers game. But just I couldn't afford to go. The Braves game was just too expensive. I couldn't justify it. Um, so also I think yeah. we're kind of spoiled in how affordable oh. Camden Yards – and maybe you're spoiled too because Tampa Bay is pretty affordable No, we're,
1: we're spoiled. Well, no, we're spoiled because Camden Yards is an amazing facility. Well, that's true And too. I go to Tampa and it sucks. That's true. Baseball inside sucks. So yeah, it's it's affordable, but it's a pain to get to. It's a horrible stadium. We are so spoiled watching games our entire like for the past what thirty years in Camden Yards. Yeah, completely spoiled. So it's amazing.
2: So 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 let me throw this question out. Let's say I'm I I want to get extravagant and I want to go to a game with the Braves. Um, Braves, just some random opponent, the Marlins. Braves Marlins do I wear can I wear I don't have other I don't have any Atlanta Braves gear can I wear an Orioles hat an Orioles shirt to a random NL East matchup or do I like should I wear something red
1: to blend in with the hometown crowd what should I wear to a game I've had this conversation because I think of all the times where we made fun of the guy who showed up to an Orioles Brewers game and he's wearing a Red Sox jersey. Right. Yeah, we've seen those guys. And we make fun of those guys all the time. So I don't know what you think. I've decided that my rule when I go to uh, cuz I go see the Jumbo Shrimp and I try to time it when they're playing the tide, so then it's I can wear the Oriole here. It makes sense. Right. But if I'm seeing the Jumbo Shrimp without them, I treat it the same way as if I'm going to a football game. It's not appropriate for me to wear the Orioles shirt, the Orioles jersey. But I can get away with the Orioles hat. Okay. I think the baseball cap you can get away with. I think you're a fool if you're wearing a jersey.
2: Okay, but you were the the hat is. I mean, you see people wearing. I was just just saw just this today. I saw a guy wearing a Yankees hat. I don't think the guy was a Yankees fan. He was just wearing a Yankees hat. Right. Um, people but just wear hats. The
1: hat is a the hat's a fashion accessory. Yeah,
2: where a shirt is, you know, you're expressing your fandom more. Yeah, certainly with the shirt. Yes. All right, so hat, but no shirt. So, what kind of shirt are you wearing? Are you wearing to blend in? Are you, am I wearing red to it to a Braves game? Am I wearing white purposely to try to not take sides?
1: I, I own an Atlanta Braves shirt. I do. I think it, it depends. It's if it's Braves, Marlins, do you really care who wins? No, are you going with friends? Are you going with friends that are, in your case, your friends are Braves fans? Then, yeah, go ahead and put on a, a red shirt or a blue shirt. If you've got a Brave shirt, put on a Brave shirt. Um, I don't think that's – I think you can get away with that and just go with what your friends want want you at that point.
2: All right. And so at that point, I'm cheering for the Braves. I'm applauding for the Braves. I'm, I'm okay doing that?
1: And that? I think you're okay doing that because the Braves are a nationally team and they're not playing the Orioles at the time. I don't – it's – I don't know. Would you be cheering for someone? I have. It's hard to go to a sporting event and not pick a side and cheer for a side. Yeah. It's hard to be Marlins' man and be there in all your Marlins gear, sitting there watching the Yankees Red Sox games. Right. I don't. For me, I don't take pleasure in that. That's not why I go to baseball games. Yeah. So I would end up, if I'm in that situation, I'm going because I'm going with some friends. So I will just side with the friends.
2: Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I guess a lot of this question comes back to kind of something I had to, I had to, to think a lot about as a young Christian person dating um, and going to Christian schools and dating. How far can I go? And, and we can use baseball metaphors, first base, second base. How far can <laughs> no, I get not, away with this? where I was going. Before, okay. before it's gone too far. Or, or another way to put this, how far can I go? before it's considered cheating like at what point am i cheating on the, on orioles? the orioles i don't want to cheat right. on the Orioles. i want to stay faithful i want to stay true like oh. i can i can wear a little gear to a to a neutral matchup um can i own a brave jersey is that can i own a braves hat that right. i
1: occasionally wear like how far I, can i go before i feel like i'm cheating on the orioles so i have a braves t-shirt i have it because it was a gift during their World Series run last year, because I was dating someone who was a Braves fan.
2: Oh, I hope you broke that off. Jeez.
1: So, so she gave me a shirt. So I have a Brave shirt. Here's when I wear the Brave shirt. Um, yes. In the house. No, it doesn't leave the house. Maybe occasionally I'll leave the house wearing it when it's not baseball season and I am nowhere around. Mm. I do not want to be caught wearing the Braves jersey. As an Orioles fan, so it's okay to kind of wearing cheat it during, in the house, it, but you don't it, you don't flaunt it outside the house. Wearing it, during, yeah, and wearing it during the World Series when the Orioles were at home watching TV, I was okay with that. When the season starts, I am not wearing it out of the house. If I'm wearing it, it's under a sweatshirt or something. It's not. I do not want to be that guy who's. I don't want someone to come up to me and ask me about the Braves. When I don't want to talk about the Braves.
2: Okay. So I can own the gear, but then wearing it outside, you're right. Wearing it outside is like gear. a there's symbol a limit. other people that I am a Braves fan come talking about the Braves. Yes. And I don't want to convey that to other people.
1: No. So I can
2: cheat, but just in the privacy of my my own home where I'm not flaunting it right. about for other people. Because my family members know me. My family members know I'm faithfully to the Orioles. And even if I have a baseball card of the Braves hanging up or I have some
1: memorabilia of the Braves, they know where my heart's at. It's a just don't okay. know where my heart's at. It's okay to talk to another woman. It's okay to work alongside another woman. You don't take that person out to dinner, right? Privately, no. Yeah, you take them back to your house, and then right. what you do in the private your house. But you don't flaunt right. that thing in public. You don't flaunt it. You don't. You don't flaunt. go out in public where someone can catch you. Right. You, take, you hide it.
2: Yeah, you take it in the privacy of your home. I got you, Josh. I know what you're saying. Yeah, you, you're ashamed of it. Right. You don't want other people to know correct all right um so if i'm so speaking of talking to other people let's say i'm having a conversation about baseball is it cheating if i have the conversation and i talk to them about the Braves and we're just hanging out talking about the Braves season i was in this i told you this the other day this is not the other day this was months ago but they, a, a guy at the the car shop the tire shop like thought uh, said the name Shroka and asked me if I was related to the pitcher for the Braves. Oh, yeah, I get that all the time. Mike Sroka and, and and so at that point, is it acceptable? Like I'm, I know enough about the Braves to carry on a conversation with the Braves. Can I just talk about the Braves? Or do I need, in these situations that we t- mentioned baseball, is it a sin of omission if I do not mention the fact that I am an Orioles fan? Do I need to announce the fact that I am an Orioles fan? Because if I just talk about the Braves... Yeah it would imply that I am a fellow Braves fan. Do I need to stay off the bat and say, hey, listen, we can talk about Braves, but I want i want you to know I am an Oros fan.
1: <laughs> I, I think it's acceptable. But if we're keeping this metaphor going, is it okay to talk, when you talk to another woman in this waiting room, do you have to announce that you're married? Or can you just have a conversation as long as it doesn't gear towards changing your fandom? Yeah,
2: I mean, I think normally I don't think you need to announce
1: that that you're married to the Orioles.
2: Well, but I mean, sometimes there's an outward symbol, right? There's a ring, um, or there's a jersey. Good point. It's time to get you a tattoo. Yeah. Um, I did. did I reta- I still need to get a replacement ring. I lost mine at Camden Yards, which maybe is a story for another time. But I still need to replace. Oh, I lost
1: mine at a softball game.
2: Okay, I lost so mine I at a at a, at a baseball game at Camden Yards. Like actually playing baseball at Camden Yards.
1: Oh, that's when you lost it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Did, do you know that's, that story? That's story. No, I don't know that story. I took it off in the locker room because it was right? rubbing against me when I
2: was trying to bat. And uh, then I left it there. And then I called I them. Thing. And I yeah. said, hey, listen, I left my ring in the locker room. Can you go look for it? And this no, is no, I, in the Camden Yards locker room. And they said, yeah, we found it. I said, awesome. They said, do you want to come pick it up? Or we can mail it to you. I said, you know, I don't want to drive back to Baltimore there's one I was on the eastern shore. just mail it to me a, a week then, a few days later i got a, a i got a letter in the mail from the orioles um <laughs> and i got the envelope and i could see even see the little ring indentation in the envelope but right below the ring indentation in the envelope there was a little hole where the ring had fallen through
1: or, or little hole in the it envelope or someone
2: so it wasn't i mean it was a cheap ring you make 50 right. bucks off it um and I that, called the um, mail I called the kind of post office. Hey, did you, you know, something show up in your sorters or something, a ring? But no, I I, I never never found it. That's um I lost my wedding was, ring.
1: That was like four or five years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was four or five years ago. I know i, still, <laughs> I need to get a gotta, replacement.
2: I know it's get on a my ring. It's on my to do list. It's on my to do so, list.
1: Um All right. So you don't need to pronounce okay. your fandom. You it's okay to talk to other teams.
2: Okay. I don't need right at the bat saying, listen, I'm an artist fan, but we could talk. Um, all right. So here, here's another question. Um, is it okay? You hear about people doing this sometimes, Josh. Is it okay to have an American League team
1: and a National <laughs> no. League team? Can I can I do that? I hate or, this. I hate this. If you're a true fan, if you're a diehard fan, you cannot have two teams. I have um my stepson who's trying to play the I have two teams. Mm-hmm. I have the Orioles.
2: I'm and concerned about worry. my son doing this too. This is really about my son, where, he, where he, he'll say, will say, listen, I'll root for the Orioles, um,
1: and I'll root for the Braves as long as they're not playing for the Orioles." Right? Is that an See, okay line? I don't know. When I, oh, uh, Kelly and I made a deal that if the Braves won the World Series, she would give up her bravedom and come join the Orioles. And thankfully, the Orioles or thankfully the Braves won the World Series, so then I was able to marry Kelly okay. because she's now an Orioles fan. Her son, however. Owen, my stepson, is last year is the year. -year Eight-year-old is the year you fall in love with baseball. He fell in love with the Baltimore Orioles. But because of family ties, and extended family that's Braves fans, Mm. he feels like he can't give up that Brave fandom. Mm. So he walks that line of being both-sided. That's really hard for a kid. And I know other kids that will be like, I just like baseball. So I collect. And it's very trendy now to be like, I like Aaron Judge. I like Manny Machado. I like. I, I
2: recall uh, I recall our own Josh Soroka walking around with a Marlins shirt. So.
1: Who, again, I, when you're a kid, there's houses. some flexibility. Yeah. But there's an age where it all has to come to settle. And there's an age where you got to take it in. What is it? As an adult. I don't know what that age is. Okay, it's part of manhood. It's part of manhood. Is, is there man, is there
2: a rite of passage
1: where you have to like
2: witness the Orioles? You have to go go to a game in like uh in in June seventh when the Orioles are twenty games back, and you have to sit there in the heat and watch the Orioles give up ten runs right. and lose twenty seven to two to the Rangers. Is that is that that's kind of the rite of passage?
1: Right. What's that year that the Amish kids get where they get to go out and just explore everything? Well, I was thinking about the Maasai, where the Maasai, when they're 15, they have to kill a lion. <laughs> is that, is that what's, what's the, yeah, you have to take your baseball gear and you have to burn whichever gear. Only one hat comes out alive. And you have to get a tattoo on your body somewhere. I think of the, of your team. I'm going to go with the age of 13. Okay. I think 13 to 15, that's when you have to nail down because it's tough with those younger kids because when you play baseball, it's, oh, I'm on the Giants. Oh, I'm on the Padres. Oh, I'm on the uh, Yankees. So you have those hats and you like – you think, oh, because I'm a Little League Padre, I like the San Diego Padres. So there's some flexibility there when you're young. So I'm going to go – let's go age 14. I'm going to go age 14 right in the middle. That's when you got to make up your mind. But if your dad is a diehard Orioles fan, you have to be an Orioles fan.
2: Yeah, and, and I mean I think it's beyond just literally I mean, I think about my own childhood and growing up, and I think about our my blanket and sheets of being just all baseball. Like a lot of yes. baseball stuff. Like not just Orioles, a lot of like and, baseball stuff. We collecting baseball and cards yeah. and being fans of like Frank Thomas and Ken Gifford Jr. and all these guys. Right. So
1: I think especially at a young age it away. Like just you take Ripken away. My favorite players are Ken Griffey and, and Bo Jackson, like guys from other teams. And you have to have that as a kid. You want to be well-rounded in baseball, which means understanding all the teams.
2: Yeah. And I think like, like, yeah, I think as a kid, it's okay to not be super die hard, um, Because listen, he has experienced all the years of heartache and pains, ups right. and downs. Now um, you know, and because he's right. just a kid, so he's still uh, nurturing his love of baseball. So
1: yeah, I right. kids and now. I will say, this. I will say a little pass, but the kids have it so much better now in twenty twenty two. What baseball team did we watch after school growing up? When you came home from school and wanted baseball? Oh, if what you, team did oh, you watch? if
2: you were at three o'clock, you're turning on
1: WGN yeah. and watching the Cubbies. You had the Cubs, and maybe the Braves on TBS, and and then you would get turn, flip over to the Braves at seven o'clock. Yeah. On TBS, and you watched the Cubs and the Braves growing up, and so because, I liked a lot
2: of Cubs players and a lot right. of Braves players. Uh, exactly, your Griff's, it was a good, your Chipper Jones, yeah, growing up,
1: yeah, Tom Glavin. Greg Maddox. Yeah. It was good time for that. We scroll through that, but that was the options we had. Right now, the, these kids can watch the Orioles every day, yeah, no matter where they live. And can replay the games um, on their iPad. My
2: kid watches the condensed game every single day of these games. Yeah,
1: exactly. So the kids have it a lot better. But I give kids the freedom. I want kids right now to love baseball, and I will give a pass to any team outside Yankees and Red Sox. You cannot go with the arch rival of your dad.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it's um, I, I I agree with that. Um, and you just, I mean, it's its the whole thing about raising kids, though. Like, you want to give them the freedom to explore, the freedom to enjoy. But at the end of the day, if my son is not an Orioles, like, what happens, Josh? I, he, is spent, he is going to spend the majority of his life, since the age of five, when he's 15, he would spend twice as much
0: time of his...
2: life it in doesn't Macon, matter. as in doesn't baltimore matter.
1: i'm saying judge I, I know it doesn't you. matter it's on you but, it's on you as the dad to make sure he is watching more Oriole games okay but i can't then braves games i can't force a kid to be a certain way what if he wakes no, up one day
2: and this is who he, he identifies as a braves fan
1: there's all types of identifications out there but there's foundational truths Okay. Foundational truth is what you got to stick with. Okay. And you can do your best. So I can tell, I don't care
2: what you, if you identify as a Braves fan, you are an Orioles fan, even if you identify as a Braves fan. Is <laughs> yeah, that what, what I'm supposed to say? Correct. Correct. Yeah, I'm not saying Look that. Look
1: at your blood. It's orange.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. No, there's things you do as you groom and raise a kid. As you raise your kid, you Just raise you them, really them to be the man groom? that you want to be. Okay. I said groom and then I realized, oh, that's a bad <laughs> that's word. Bad word choice. Yeah, society. Yeah. As you raise your kid. You want him to turn into the man that you want him to be. You always want your kids to be better than you were, and better than you are. So part of that is going to be you're instilling truth. You're instilling for uh, me, it's the it's faith and Christianity, and instilling that in our kids, and it's instilling the Baltimore Orioles yeah. into your children. Yeah.
2: If you had the choice of your son being. A, a worshiper of Satan or a fan of the Yankees, what would you say? No, I'm not, I'm not going there. I'm not going to put you in that position to make that choice.
1: That's a tough call.
2: Um, yeah. All right. All right. So, um, here are a, a couple other questions. Um, so, ethically, Josh, can I just paint a scenario for you? What if, now think about this honestly, try to take away your iron glasses for a second and just think about this objectively. What if things don't turn out well for the Orioles? <laughs> what if this whole thing with Michael, like Michael last fired right? tomorrow, Lou Angeles yeah. takes over instills Brady Anderson as the general manager. What if this falls apart? Uh-huh. The Braves, um, the Bra- hold on. they never done that. The Braves have all their young players locked up for the next hundred years. Josh, is there as a parent who wants my son to be happy? I want my son to be happy more than anything else. Is there a moral or ethical obligation to not have my son be miserable by being an Orioles fans like me when I know he could be happier with the Braves being a Braves fan. Is there some kind of – more like winning, if I care about the happiness of my son, he should be a Braves fan. Is there something to that?
1: Winning doesn't bring happiness. Mm-hmm. For
2: us, for you and I, mm-hmm.
1: for you and I – You might want to – I don't know about that one. Okay, go ahead. Finish your thought. I, yeah, I have questions my, about Money that. too. Yeah. Money and winning helps. But for you and I, part of our life in baseball is our relationship with our father. And I don't know if the Orioles would mean as much to me if it didn't mean so much to all three of us. So I think when I think of that, when I think it's like trying to put me as the kid, like I desperately want the Orioles to to uh, to win the World Series. I. The three of us got to experience a Super Bowl together. I want to experience that for the Orioles. I want to experience the World Series. As a father, I'm always as a father and as a son, I'm always taken back to when the Cubs finally won the World Series. And the man watching game seven on his on his iPhone. Is sitting in the cemetery because he always wanted to watch the World Series with his dad. Mm. The, baseball is beyond a team that wins or loses to us. It's a father-son relationship, and I know that's the type of relationship you'll have with Owen. I know it's the type of relationship I'm trying to or I'm trying to build with Owen that you'll have with Silas. Mm. And I think your son cheering for another another team and growing up a Braves fan—that's fun. I don't think that turns him into a diehard fan. I don't think that grows him into the type of love of baseball that you and I have.
2: Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, there's a podcast called The Art of Manliness. Are you familiar with this podcast, Josh? <laughs> I am not. Do you listen to this one? Art of Manliness? Yeah. Okay, tell me about The Art of Manliness. This is I, I can't believe you haven't heard of it. This is a very popular podcast um that talks about kind of all things having to do with being a man. No, I never heard of this. You listen to this regularly, The Art of Manliness? Yeah, I'm a subscriber. I listen to it every week. It's good. <laughs> I, I don't listen to every episode, but I mean they have it's like it's like it's deep thoughtful conversations about life and about living. Anyway, they had one last week and the title was Overcoming the Comfort Crisis. And it was all about how In our first world, America, 21st century, we have become creatures of complete and utter comfort. And we do not have, we have very little hardship. And this is not how it's supposed to be. Like we were intended for hardship. And I feel a little bit of that. Well, first of all, when he said that, I said, first of all, A, you clearly aren't an Orioles fan because I know a thing or two about hardship. B... You don't have three young children at home because I have three young children. And let me tell you, my life is full of hardship with these three little animals running around. Be that as it may, I think his point that we need discomfort sometimes. We need hardship sometimes. We need to be pulled out of pulled into difficult situations sometimes for the betterment. I embrace that idea. And I look at Marlowe's fandom as being a lot of character building a lot of difficult hardship times, oh, yeah. but it also makes um, the playoff runs under Buck Watcher all the more impactful and special. I mean, that it, that's like Delman Young double will be forever etched in my mind. And if the <laughs> game Orioles... 162. Won, yeah, game 162. And if the Orioles were were, were perennial World Series winners, eh, I don't know if I would remember that Delman Young d- double as much or, you know, the Robert Andino no, game 162 must, as
1: much. It must suck. To be a Yankee fan, what? because and you mean you know Astros fan is, nowadays, or an Astros fan, or whatever. All you know is disappointment. Like you have no hope. There's no hope for the future. You've had your highs. You're not looking ahead to anything. Yeah, like we we
2: have uh, dealt with hardship and difficulty, and so we're gonna appreciate the highs all the more because we've appreciated the 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 lows. Please, please be a high. Please be a high. All I um, need is a high. All right. Practical question. All right.
1: Okay. How I often like that you just have a list of questions. I like this.
2: How often, as someone who lives in Macon, Georgia, to still be considered a diehard Oriole fan, how often am I obligated to make the pilgrimage to Camden Yards to see them play?
1: Oh, I like this question. Because
2: You go a lot, Josh. I don't know if I can go as much as you. You make that trip to Baltimore, at least you had in the past, a lot.
1: I don't know if I can make it. I make it. I try to make it twice a year. Oh, really? I feel like more than that. You do more than that. I mean, certain times in life allow more times uh, to Baltimore. But last year, if I look back, last year I made it back in – Last year, I only made it back once. Last year, oh, was, really? I, I only made it back once. Oh. I made one trip to Camden Yards. The year before that, I made a few more. Um, but when when I was going through the divorce, I tried to get out as much as I needed. Oh, I guess that was I part of it, that. too. Yeah. So that divorce year was I needed... I've talked about how Camden Yards, to me, is like a church. And, and well, that's I why I use the term that. pilgrimage.
2: Yeah, like a religious but, experience going so to So I've been game. thinking...
1: I've been thinking about this as we, I knew we Do were Do I need show to, to
2: go, go to opening day?
1: Is that part of the pilgrimage? Because certainly the playoffs I, I think, need to go to. I think it's, it's, it's obviously, it's obviously a financial issue and a life issue. But I think you need to try to go as, as, there's different levels. If you're a diehard fan like us, if you do a podcast weekly about the Orioles, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you need to be you need to be at opening Day. I do I feel okay. like you need to do that. Okay. Last year I cheated. I went to opening day in Tampa because of the uh, labor negotiations. Right. And I did not make it to opening day in Baltimore. And I regretted that so much. Hmm. There's something special about opening day. Yeah. In Baltimore. I was there. So I think as a diehard, you need to try to make that pilgrimage. Now financially a lot of people can't do that and financially things are coming up where you want to save money like we talked on uh well, i don't know was it this podcast or last week's podcast where we talked about october i don't remember they blend together like we recorded them the same night.
2: yeah i, I watched well, it before but, here we need just like there's a savings plan for sas to go to college i can contribute to i need a savings a tax deferred savings I, plan for october baseball.
1: i've been uh, <laughs> i'm i'm i paying off paying, paying off all our credit cards paying them off because we're buying a house but I, I told my wife i said all these credit cards are getting maxed out if the orioles go to the world series right <laughs> like, like whatever it takes um because here's the thing there is as that pilgrimage you can't i understand people can't afford it all the time and thankfully thanks to the technology you don't have to go back there to watch oriole games however to be a diehard oriole fan there's moments you need to be. You need to, I can't believe how long it went until opening day every year became a tradition in my life. There's things you need to put into your tradition. And playoff baseball, World Series baseball, you kind of, kind of pull out all the stops to get back for that. But a, a regular game pilgrimage back to Camden Yards, I'm going to go with you need to go once every five years.
2: Once every five years. Is
1: that too high?
2: Well, but I'm trying. To- I'm confused. You were saying about opening day and now you're saying once every yes. five years.
1: Well, so you go uh, it depends day on, once on what level of fandom. I'm saying the diehard level that you and I are at. Yeah. You need to go every year. Even that guy in, England, back, does does the guy in England. Does the guy in England have to. <laughs> you're, you're, you're doing and that's England, what I'm saying. Have to fly. That's why I'm, ge- that's why I'm giving up some space for five years because there's people in tougher spots. Yeah. Does. Does. Go into a game, a away game for the Orioles, check that box, or do you need to go to Camden Yards?
2: Well, see, I feel like there is. There, the, the Orioles are going to the Braves in May this coming season. The Orioles
1: now play. Yeah, the Orioles now play every team.
2: Yeah. And I feel. In baseball, which
1: means every other year, they're at least near you.
2: And I do feel obligated. I mean, I want to go, but I also feel obligated, like I need to go. To to this, that like that that's circled on my calendar. That's the only day I know I'm going to a game. Is that May too. weekend series against the Braves? Um. So yeah, yeah. I, I think I, have, I think that's part of it. Is when they come within a couple hours. When they come to the closest stadium, you got to go um to to an away went, game and represent. I yeah.
1: I fully yeah. embrace that. I agree with that too. I went to two Tampa weekend series and I went to all three games for both series this year. Yeah. So I agree with that. That's why I'm given the five year leniency for going back to Camden Yards because you can you can watch all your games online. You can go to the nearest game next year. I'll go to Atlanta. I'll go back to Tampa at least. But you have I'll to go probably, to but
2: playoffs. You have to be there. Does that apply to the one five year? If the playoffs, are you required to go to playoff the, game?
1: The state. I know. Of the I know. We are right now. <laughs> right, and that, it's so hard to say. Like, all right, take a step back the the state we are at as the Orioles with never being in a World Series yeah. you need to have a pretty good excuse to not be there
2: yeah I, I agree um and if this was something where you know we're in year five of going to the playoffs every year maybe it's a different conversation
1: right but if you cannot you be there. if the Orioles are in the World Series and you cannot get a ticket to the game I will accept you being at pickles during the game
2: Oh, I'm okay. Even if you're at a a surrounding bar area, like I don't even think you need to. uh, You
1: have to. You have to be in Baltimore.
2: Well, I don't. You have to be in Maryland, uh, in the surrounding area of Baltimore. Yes.
1: Yeah. You have to be. Yes. I mean, if if you you want to get together together with a bunch of friends
2: in Anne Arundel County, I'm even okay with that if you're in Maryland. I'm
1: okay with that. Yeah, as long as you're with the Oriole fans in Maryland. Yes. And you got to be at the parade. Yeah, yeah. If you cannot make it to the game, you have to go to the parade. What? what size is our float going to be for the parade? Size is our float?
2: Yeah, oh, the, section the, a, float?
1: the, the section 3-6 three, three, float. Oh, I didn't think about it. Float, we should start working on that. We need to work on that. Uh, All right. So, and, and we had, it's interesting because we had this this weekend. We had this dilemma because this weekend you were down here visiting for Thanksgiving and it just happened to be that the Ravens were in Jacksonville. And you and I looked at each other and we looked at, should we go to the Ravens game? I felt a little obligated that I needed to go to the Ravens game. Mm, I didn't feel that way. We much. ended up deciding not to go to the Ravens game. And that's also because when I lived in Maryland, I did not feel obligated to go to the Ravens game there. Yeah, that's part of, for me, so I just an NFL experience. I don't know. Baseball. I mean, not that long ago, we were going to 25 games a season. Right. Because I felt like obligated to constantly go to Camden Yards. The Orioles are so ingrained into me that I am obligated to go to the Braves series and the Tampa Bay series. Yeah. no. Nah. And next year it'll be the Miami series.
2: Yeah. No, I, I agree. And, and I'm obligated to take, I mean, I'll be taking at least one flight up to Maryland, whether yes. it's the opening day or pro- probably opening day. And then one other time okay. during the summer. And then October. I have,
1: I have right now I have on my 2023 calendar. I have opening day against the Yankees circled. I have the series in Atlanta circled, and I have the series in Tampa circled. I then have a series in – I have two games in June circled because I'll be going passing through Maryland, I think, and then I have some question marks on some road games that I might hit up. Yeah. So I'm balancing the fact that I do – I am so excited about this team, and I balance the fact that I cannot be in Baltimore for 25 games this year. Yeah. So you got to find ways to still see the Orioles in person.
2: Yeah, and, and and honestly, I'm I'm fortunate in that my work schedule, um, I'll be teaching classes over the summer, but they're all online, so I'll be I'll have the flexibility that a lot of people don't no. have to be able to travel during the summer.
1: And, Though I do have, I have the same thing. I, I have the same flexibility that I can work anywhere. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Um, last question. Again, that 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 gives the five year buffer is for people with financial issues or work or like issues. jobs. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so that's why.
2: Um, you know, you could always go if you're you're mad about your job situation. You always go in the profession of teaching and have summers off. Goodness knows, we need some more quality teachers out there. Um, so no. Here's my last question. Um, how does one? I w- we talked to Ben last week on the show, Ben Schneider, who's yeah. in Boston. And after the show, we talked about how much he enjoyed talking to us um, just because it is nice. Like he said, he couldn't remember last time he just had an hour conversation about the Orioles. Like you have to go kind of out of your way to seek conversations about the Orioles if you're outside a, of Baltimore. Yeah.
1: It's why it's part of why I love this podcast so much.
2: Yeah. So it's like we have the podcast, but yes. how do others, how do you kind of stoke the flames? How do you keep one's fandom strong, alive and well? If you don't have a podcast to talk to another Orioles fan for an hour.
1: You got to find fans. You got to find other people who also enjoy your team. I know if I want to watch Baltimore Ravens with other Raven fans, there's a a, um, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings in Jacksonville that Ravens fans meet up at every Sunday. There's also a bar in Orlando that Ravens fans meet up in. Every Sunday. I've been invited to both of these as being a Maryland, as a being a Ravens fan in Florida. I haven't found the football found those people. thing
2: travels better, I think, than the
1: football travels baseball. better than that. Yeah, yeah. Where baseball, I haven't found the group. To go watch Oriole games together with down here.
2: We yeah. need to start a Facebook. I think group. it's
1: also part of the excitement of the Ravens versus the excitement of the Orioles the past few years. Well, and
2: just the nature of football. There's one game a week, so you can all watch Correct. together on a Sunday. It's just, it's just different, right? It's more right. the it's sport different. of football is it's, more popular. That's true,
1: but I think you got to find friends. I think Twitter helps a lot with that.
2: Well, while still well, so exist, um, you know, we're recording this a week ahead of time, so we you shouldn't assume, Josh, that Twitter was to be there. Um, <laughs> We had that conversation last week
1: but or two weeks ago.
2: Yeah. Josh, but I was a layup and you kind of blew the layup. The way you can keep your fandom alive is by listening to section 336 every week, right?
1: Well, yeah. And I think a lot of people do that. And we see that. And we hear that. And that's why we also want to have this conversation. It's why I want feedback from others. And I think podcasts do help. But I think you want to talk to actual people as well. You want to have that relationship. Twitter. While watching the Oriole game is uh, is exciting. It's fun. It's fun. It almost feels like um, being at a bar watching with friends. So maybe yeah. when there's down times, when there's commercial break, being on Twitter helps with that.
2: All
1: right. I mean, it's 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 for you and I. We don't. It's not Twitter. It's it's the text yeah, message. I th- I, you yeah, I was going to say that.
2: I was going to say like a group chat. I think because Twitter is just. I think people just are wild. Um, I think, I think like a a good group chat
1: with a few of the the guys, with the guys that you would go to the games with.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. For us, it's, it's you, me and dad. We have a group chat and it's, it's one of the favorites on my uh, phone, how you can flag things at the top. I didn't know that was a thing you could do.
2: That's new Yeah, to me. so
1: it stays at the top because it's there's we're always conversing on there about the Orioles.
2: You just showed me the other day about the edit button, and then I responded and I purposely used the edit button to see if I could do it too. And I can. The edit, the edit button's fun. Yeah. So now I can say all kinds of nonsense and then just edit it afterwards and say, no, I never said that. Right. So I'm a fan of that. All right, Judge, I feel I feel, I feel, I feel better about this. I still have some concerns with raising a son. In foreign territory, but All right, well, um, he will accompany me to every Orioles pilgrimage that I attend. Um, he will accompany me there. Oh, see, I have not
1: promised that because of finances.
2: Oh, I haven't. I mean, I haven't had any conversations with him, but
1: I just assume he will accompany me on the pilgrimage. I mean, to back to Camden, you're saying, you're saying you get, I mean, I guess you're going to get a World Series ticket for him. Yes. Yes you'd spend that money so that you can say, Absolutely. So that,
2: like, I want my son to experience it. Absolutely. So that when
1: he is 43 years but, old, he can say he's been to a world. Was series. It, wasn't Albie
2: at like the Orioles first playoff game or something <laughs> forever. yeah, I think so. As a baby. I think so. Yeah. I think Albie was there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just saying it, it adds to the, it adds to the cost of these things. Yeah. I, 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 understand that. I, yeah,
1: but, but that's the reason we have two home run chains in my house. The Orioles want to rip everyone off for 40 bucks, but the, the if you were a fan of the uh, twenty twenty two Orioles, you needed a home run chain. That's fine. So I have, got two. I have
2: no home run chains because I've put that forty dollars into a, a savings October account, which will then grow, um, and it will. I will spend it on a World Series ticket for Silas. Well,
1: I hope it doesn't grow too much because I hope it's quickly quickly pulled out. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Bye. But no, I think that I think this helps. I want people to send the other feedback and help yeah, us out. Yeah, send us feedback on we things at this. we missed. Yeah. I've been in Florida for three and a half years. You've been to Georgia for like six months. Yep, six We're months. We're new at this. Yep. We know there's people who grew up, like Ben, who grew up in in other areas as a child, and now they're adults and still an Orioles fan. Yeah, and listen. Send us your feedback.
2: Listen, I don't want to be gatekeeping fandom, but let me gatekeep fandom. And props <laughs> on you for holding true to your fandom in a like we didn't get into it, but there are rules here. Um, you mentioned the, the comeback, the pilgrimage once every five years, which I think is fine. Um, yeah. But, but there are rules this like, is, and, and you're not listening to this podcast. If you broke the rule, right. If you move to Toronto and you lived in Toronto 20 years, but you were born and raised in Baltimore, like you can't be a blue Jays fan. I'm sorry. You can't be, you have to be an Orioles fan. Um, I don't make the rules. I just follow them. Um, but if you're listening to this podcast, you clearly are an Orioles fan. You haven't violated the, the yeah. rules. So props no, to you, you for, for following the rules of fandom. And yeah. you know, for better or for worse, this is who you're married to. And even in, in, even in a place far from home, this is who we are. And this is me now six months. And if it's six years, and if it's 60 years, it's part of my identity, right? It's part of who I am, an Orioles fan. Um, I can't change it. I could just learn yep. to live with it. Now in a, in a different state.
1: Is there any point where you're allowed to no longer be an Orioles fan?
2: No, no. I think the only point, right, is is um, if I die, I'm allowed. I think at that point to to not root for the Orioles anymore because I'm dead. I will.
1: I'd say if the Orioles move, well, then they're not the Orioles anymore. Well, if yeah. If, the Baltimore, if they move towns, even if they're called the Orioles, but you don't have to be a fan of the Nashville Orioles. Right, right. I mean, we're talking about the Baltimore Orioles. so Right. Yeah. And I think the other option would be if your son becomes a professional baseball player. Oh. You're allowed to root for whatever team he's on.
2: Yeah, but that, Josh, that gets into the two-team thing that you told me I can't have two teams. <laughs> I, know, so I know. I don't know. It
1: gets tricky. It gets tricky. But – At that point, your son and then money is involved. And I think there's a little freedom. Who
2: was on Thanksgiving? I think it was Cook. There's Dalvin Cook with the Vikings, and there's another Cook on another team. The Lions? Yeah, maybe the Lions, who's a running back as well. And like their parents had to, they couldn't decide which which game to go to. So they said, we'll just watch from home and flip the jerseys over. Yes. Listen, if my son's a Yankee and he goes up there, in Camden Yards, I'm wearing. All right, I'm wearing an Orioles jersey on that. Sorry, Silas. I'll boo the kid. I don't care, Josh. I'll boo him. <laughs> I'll boo the kid right. as he walks into the plate. My Orioles orange runs runs thicker than my uh, my family blood. <laughs> I'll boo him. I don't even care. So so no, like I. It depends if he plays for the Brewers. Eh, I don't mind. I don't mind right. being being a single right. Brewers fan. But I'm not all getting right, a Brewers to Brewers tattoo either.
1: Teams. Yeah.
2: So no, I'm not, I'm not ready to give him my fandom, even if he signs, even if he becomes a professional baseball player. <laughs> and if you see my son play any
1: sports, that's not really a concern either. So. Yeah. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about that one either. Yeah. So. All right. I think we covered it. All right. Let's get out I think of here. We covered the rules. So,
2: yeah. all right, we got it. Uh, and like Josh said, give us your feedback. Other things we missed advice for yeah. living, uh, for being an Orioles fan. Um, outside of and I, I mean Ben's interesting that we talked to last week because he's in Boston if you're in enemy territory like I feel like Florida and, well, and and Georgia pretty neutral territory not really enemy territory no. um, as opposed to and a we place like Boston or New
1: York we mentioned how the podcast how us podcasting is a is helps us with that fandom yes. and I think we we saw that over the years where we saw the Baltimoreans come in and podcast talking Orioles from, New, from York. New York City we saw yeah we saw um uh what was the Arrested Development Orioles podcast? Orioles like spastics Charlie podcasting from Pennsylvania. It's how are you help keep that stuff going? Yeah, so I agree with all yeah,
2: that. Yeah, the only real podcasts are people who don't live in Maryland anymore. If you live in Maryland, you're, those are a
1: big Orioles podcast. Now those podcasts are all dead. So just keep listening to Oh
2: shoot, crap! Maybe that's what we're headed to. See. All
1: right. Boys and girls Uh, We're past that point We're coming on We're coming on 10 years We're past that point We're good Um, You can't
2: For all our hot Winter meetings Hot stove takes About the winter meetings You can follow us on Twitter Right? I don't know. I assume this is... Yeah. Yeah. We'll have hot takes.
1: Um, yeah. You'll have you'll have hot takes. Follow you. Yeah. My Twitter will be dead for a week.
2: Okay. I'll tweet about the winter meetings. I'll make an effort to tweet one time right. during the winter Either meetings. way, we'll talk about it next week. Absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Josh on Twitter.
1: At Josh Scirocca. Also, make sure to go over to Section336.com. Click the little support tab to be a Patreon member. And check out com for your t-shirts.
2: Absolutely. Thanks for listening, boys and girls, and as always, go
0: Oaks. venture x-card from capital one gives you premium travel benefits perfect for seeing taylor swift the Eras tour presented by capital One. one oh i do love her earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through capital one travel enjoy your stay in suite 13. whoa 13 that's taylor's lucky number the venture x-card from capital one what's in your wallet terms apply see
1: capital one.com for details